Thanks again for checking out the Park Hills podcast. This episode is just me running through a section of the writings called the Nevaim, or the Prophets. So as we walk through this, if you have any questions, shoot them to the church, parkhillschurch.com or the Park Hills Church app. So you'll probably remember that Pastor Alex and I did a, a brief review of the of the Torah. We wanted to show you the Pentateuch, uh, just that first, first five books of the Bible, and talked a little bit about some of the themes that are happening there. And those themes are, are carried on to the rest of the Bible in a number of different ways. But the second portion of the, the Jewish liturgical or holy writings are called the Nevi'im, and the Nevi'im, that, that word just means spokespeople or prophets. And the idea of the prophets is they follow the Torah and they precede the writings. And so you'll remember there's a number of times where Jesus says things like, you've read it in Moses and the prophets, or you've heard Jesus say something like, the Moses, the prophets, and the writings. So those writings is coming up. That's, that's this summer. That'll be really the third portion of the Old Testament that we deal with. And you've already probably noticed, since we're just about finished with Second Kings at the time of this recording, that we're doing things out of order in the way that our 66 books in the typical Protestant Bible are put together. So we're going to start jumping around a little bit and kind of skipping books that we'll come back to later. And those are the writings. And in the writings, you'll notice there's things like Ruth and uh, Psalms, Proverbs, things like that. But the prophets, their goal in this collection of writings is to interact with Torah and also to look forward to the writings themselves. So if you imagine, there's three different parts of the Old Testament, at least in, in the Jewish mindset. So there's Torah, the first five books. Then there's this middle section, the Nevi'im. And then there's this last section called the Ketuvim. And so we put those three letters together in English that would be T, N, and K, and it creates a word that you put little letters in the middle of, of vowels to create the word Tanakh. So Torah, T, T, right? And then Nevi'im, and then Ketuvim. And you put those three together and put an A between each one of them, and you have the word Tanakh. So as we do this second reading here, this, this section called the Prophets, it's going to cover everything from Joshua through First and Second Kings, and then you'll notice that we'll skip over Chronicles, we'll skip over Job, skip over Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, and we won't include Lamentations in there either, but it will then go from, so Joshua, and then Samuel is technically one book in the Old Testament, and then Kings is one book in the Old Testament, and then it'll jump from that, the very end of, of Kings being the, the exile of, of Judah, and then it'll move into a section of prophetic writings that all deal with these curses against Israel and these curses against Judah, starting with really the sort of the pinnacle of the Old Testament, the book of Isaiah. I Isaiah spends so much time interacting with Torah and then also looking forward to this one who's going to come, who's going to change things drastically. 
And there's there's judgment in it. There's grace in it. There's this amazing view in Isaiah six of of God uh, talking directly to Isaiah. It's just a, it's an amazing book, but it really starts to speak to where the rest of the writings of the prophets go. And if you're thinking, well, those first couple of books are all history books. Why are those called prophets? Well, they're na- one of them's named after Samuel. He's a prophet. One of them's named after Joshua, who has some prophetic moments and also likely wrote the book of Joshua, as well as a number of scholars say that he wrote, you know, maybe the end of, of Deuteronomy and a few other spots as well. So Joshua is included in the prophets. The, the book of Judges is a, a prophetic look at the rebellion of Israel. Samuel is a, is a look at the last of, of the judges, this guy named Samuel, who's also a prophet and a priest, and there's a lot of really neat things going on there. So they, they want to talk about him. And then the, the kings, you know, really the, the biggest prophet in the kings is Elijah and, and then his predecessor, uh, Elisha. But those two are really just kind of the big characters in the the nation of Israel. And you have these little moments where other prophets are mentioned, but we really don't have much about them. And then all all of a sudden you find out as you move into the prophetic writings of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, you know, and then the the 12 minor prophets, that all of them live in Judah. So there are, there's a strong prophetic world that's happening in the southern kingdom called Judah. And so Isaiah lives there, Jeremiah lives there, Ezekiel lives there. And really, the only prophet that doesn't live in Judah is, is Amos. Uh, there's some speculation as to where Jonah's from, but Jonah seems to have some connections with Jerusalem as well. So really, Amos is the only one that's, that's from Israel and then speaks to Israel. That's maybe a better way for me to say it. Uh, you know, others might be from Israel, but they don't necessarily speak to Israel. They speak to other places, right? Nineveh or, or elsewhere. So... This whole section called the Nevi'im, the, the prophetic words, the spokespeople who speak on God's behalf and say, people of Israel, people of Judah, this is how you're supposed to live. This is a big section. And so my encouragement to you as we read it is just to slow, go slow, especially through the prophetic writings, and just think about what's being said, who's being pointed to, and what ultimately God is trying to accomplish with this nation of Israel. Remember, there's an uh, Abrahamic covenant that was given in Genesis chapter 12 and Genesis chapter 15, and that covenant was that all the nations would be blessed through this man. And really what you're going to see is Israel failed miserably at that, and the prophets speak to that, the fact that they, f- they fail miserably at it, but also speak to one who's coming who's going to blow Israel away and make everything right. So we're waiting for that individual. That's really what's happening when you see Isaiah, portions of Jeremiah, parts of Ezekiel. You know, Malachi is going to speak toward this individual. Zechariah is going to have these great moments of the day of the Lord talking toward this individual who's coming that's going to save us. It's going to fix the whole problem. And so you're going to notice that all here in these prophetic writings or, or the Nevi'im the prophets. And what they produce is a, a very strong look at Israel's failure, their sin, their desire not to do things God's way, and how God is now going to deal with Israel and Judah because they have not done things God's way. So before I highlight too far into the Ketuvim, there's a big part of my heart that just wants to keep jumping and and move to that, but we're not there yet. We'll get to the Ketuvim later. So we've covered the first two parts. we got Torah, 
God has a desire to bring his people to, to the land, have this divine relationship with them and, and have, uh, you know, posterity, this idea of, of a family relationship with them. And the prophets, if, if I could put it in, you know, a sentence, it's just Israel's failure to do so. So they're removed from the land. The God promises he's still going to keep them as his family, but some things need to be changed in order for him to be able to keep doing that. But his divine relationship with them, in, really in this section, is going to be mostly judgment and mostly dealing with the dark parts, the, the hard parts of their hearts, the, the things that need to be changed in order for God to ultimately do what he plans to do in the long run. So enjoy. I hope you like the writings as much as I do. I'm a huge fan of the prophets. I'm a huge fan of of what they've got there. And uh, I often stop and, you know, we'll spend a little time in a, in a minor prophet or, you know, I'll spend a month or two in, a, in an Isaiah or a Jeremiah if I really want to dig deep and, and kind of process some things and let my heart change. So I hope you enjoy these particular por- writings or portions of the scripture. And as we walk through the Nevi'im, my hope and my prayer is that your heart is blessed and that your faith is strengthened and that your life is guided in a way that honors God in every possible way. 